It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night. This is the only Survivor podcast. My name's Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend Thomas Powell if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how you doing today? A Survivor Sunday morning. Boo. Easy like Survivor Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's better. That's better. It's Boo. ghost times. I'm the ghost Boo. of Tom. I died last night. Oh, shit. From what the fuck? Uh, having too good a costume at a costume party. So now we just I'm, talked for like twenty minutes before recording. You didn't tell me you died. Yeah, I've been dead the whole Thomas, time. Okay? Alcohol poisoning, I assume. Uh, no, I died because my costume was too good. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. You you won the costume contest, but the prize was your own murder. Yeah, people murdered me out of jealousy. They were enter. all they were all envious. Yeah. You're the second place finisher was like, I'll have the best costume. Who was the second place finisher? Or do you not know because you died? Uh, yeah, I wasn't around for that. <laughs> yeah. They were like, first prize, you're out of here. Second prize is, uh, I've never seen that movie, actually. The coffee is cl- for closers. So, yeah, movie. set of steak. Second is a uh, set of steak knives. Third is, uh, yeah, you're dead. Also, the third That'll place finisher fun. I heard also died. That would be really fun. Yeah, first place finisher is murder, dirt murdered. Second place finisher, steak knives to do the murders with. Third place also murdered. Yeah, you get stabbed and with the steak knife. Goes on a murder spree. I'm gonna just quick go to mlive.org and see if there's any news articles I should be reading about my hometown and any murder sprees with steak knives that may have happened last night. Yeah, they probably on Saturday. They covered it up. Halloween weekend. You had a pretty good Halloween weekend. I I did. Yeah. I mean, I I'm excited to be forever cursed to haunt this podcast. But yeah, I've had I've had a, a good good spooky weekend. How about you? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Um, I did already tell you the story about how uh, delicious my weekend has been so far. I'm probably gonna put that story in the end credits, and we do call them end credits. Um. So you can, you know, tune in for that. Uh, and it's good. It's a good story. And uh, we realized some things about me and my body. And <laughs> You were out there living deliciously. I was living moss. Uh, and my stomach said living to moss. Yeah, your, stu- uh, your said, stomach was not, not about the live moss program. lifestyle. It was, really wasn't. Oh, apparently it's not mlive.org. Um, is... Is it not MLive.org? What is MLive's website? Might be just Google MLive and you Thanks, should be Thomas. able to find it. This is riveting podcast material, by the way. Oh, it's MLive.com. Oh, it's a corporation. What a surprise. What a surprise. Thomas's hometown newspaper is a corporation. Yeah. It's a commercial website. It's all corporate news. Corporate yeah. BS. Oh, and guess what? Guess what MLive.com is talking about? The Detroit Lions. What a surprise. Yeah, um, that's uh, crazy. We're all talking about it. The I, talk of the town is the one in five Detroit Lions. Well, they're going to try to snap their four-game losing streak um, against the Miami Dolphins today. Um, my go-to news source here in Chicago, Illinois, is Blog Club Chicago. And you know what their dot is? Org. You know Why? Because they're a genuine news service. They're about they're the community. They're not about profits shills. like MY. Yeah. Like this one. Ice rink at Wrigley Field will let you skate inside the friendly confines. Hmm? 
129 new apartments coming to near north side parking lot. And that's an article by somebody named Jake Wittich. Oh, and so is the uh, Wrigley one. That's a uh, guy I know because we have the same name. The, the, uh, Jake Quidditch. That, uh, that Wrigley headline kind of sounds like it's a Mad Lib that someone made. Oh, yeah. Speaking of segments that are coming later in the show, Mad Libs. Can't wait for this week's. It's going to be a great one. Um, and, of course, the Mad Libs we do do, it is all Survivor-themed. Hey. Thomas, did you watch Survivor 43 last night? I in my head looking like a chia pet. And you know they get green if a flower on their I sure neck. did. And what did you think of the episode title being Mergatory? Love it. That's a great title. It's, it's really fitting, honestly. Yep. <laughs> I'm surprised it took this long for them to come up with. It's it perfectly describes this like pre-merge, post-pre-merge situation. They've done this and enough now that yeah, like I think you're right that there somebody had to come up with a name for it, and they found the perfect name. Yeah, it's 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 like established now. Like I know exactly what they're talking about now. Whenever anybody says mergatory, rather than whatever they tried to do with the uh, first two seasons of this new era. Uh, so they get tree mail over on Coco and they learned they will be merging. Ryan tells us in a talking head that he is ready to leave Coco and calls himself a free agent. That's uh that's something, huh? Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, I guess it's a thing you can do post merge. I don't know. I, I feel like we got some people that were playing maybe a little too hard. Uh, yeah. In, in mergatory. Oh, interesting that you would say that uh, as if that's what the whole episode was all about. Was <laughs> Somebody playing too hard for the entire episode and getting uh, shafted for it. Is that inappropriate? Should we not say shafted for it? Uh, I don't know. I think shafted my my idea of shafted was that you got like thrown down an elevator shaft, so Oh, okay. I don't think that's what it means, but in my head it is. Um past tense. Thanks. Uh shine in beams. That's not right. Treat someone harshly or unfairly. Do you listen to any uh, linguistics podcasts or etymology podcasts, Thomas? I do not. I, I listen to this one called Words for Granted, uh, and it comes out about once a month, and it's all about the history of certain words. It's very interesting. I love taking words for granted. I do not. I will never care about uh, the, their origins or sources. Well, okay. I'm learning four different languages on Duolingo right now, so I guess I'm just a smart guy. Yeah, because I'm just a TJ Maori. Real, real, yeah, real Taj Maori. Taj Maori. I always think his name is TJ for some reason. Was his name TJ on the show? Smart. Guy? I think his name may have been TJ on the show. Okay, that's probably what I'm thinking of. TJ Lavin um, Maori. TJ Lavin Maori, our favorite guy. Everybody loves to see him. Uh, Jesse calls the pre-merge gladiator school. I like that. Gladiator school. Yeah, good no, stuff. The show. Uh, everybody's excited about this merge. Yes. Oh, I was just going to say Gladiator School kind of sounds like it could be a VH1 celebrity reality era reality show. It could be like a Charm School spinoff. It spin absolutely off. does. Yeah, but it's like, who is the strongest boy? Yeah, it's just a bunch uh, of muscle men. The strongest boy is 
Cody. Uh, Cody finds it silly that everybody's so excited to meet each other because these people used to be foes. I liked his use of foes there. Yeah, Cody's got uh, the right Owen, idea here. What did you think of when Owen uh, listed all of the advantages he knew about uh, and they did like a list on screen? Oh, I loved that. I thought that was fun. It really made me realize how much there is in the game. It's It felt a little overwhelming. Yeah, there's a lot of advantages going on. Yeah. So Grimace has an idol. Janine has an idol, but no vote. Jesse can't vote. Noel has a steal a vote. Plus uh, Carla's idol, uh, which Owen does not know about. Uh, Noel mentions that Cody's cool hat uh, was something he made and Ellie tells Janine about Cody's idol. Wow. That was a lot of names in a short period of time. This is really hard to read. People are playing for real right now. You know, it's like, this is where things uh, start. This is where things start getting real and stop uh, being polite. Exactly. Ellie says that she was made for Survivor and knew she'd be good at the social aspect, but is even better than she imagined. Is there a word that you would use to describe her demeanor in this episode? Um, I, 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 a word to describe her demeanor? Yeah, like maybe how self-assured she was or level of certainty that she was operating at in her own abilities say she was hubristic is that the right conjugation of that word i mean sure but is there another word that you're not supposed to use that maybe would be a good description (laughs) for her (laughs) it's a word i'm not supposed to use that you're thinking of yeah on survivor specifically it's a word you're not supposed to use oh of course the dreaded c word confident yep yes did she say she was confident uh, she didn't, but she basically said it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. She had that demeanor. Uh, and if you have a confident demeanor, bad news bears. So then they have this merge challenge, and they have to, Jeff is very excited that they have to earn that buff. Um, remember when Ty Pennington would say that, move that bus? Yes, I do remember. Kind of and then the, everyone would cry. That was the crying show where everyone cried. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Two teams of six will remove debris, move a sled of boxes, build a staircase, run up a ramp, and do a word puzzle. Uh, Cool. Uh, You know, no complaints. It's just fine. It's a lot of obstacles, but so is everything. What did you think of this challenge? Uh, Cool. uh, I thought it was cool. I liked the... um the little like climbing wall thing where they had to figure out a way to get everyone up, I thought was kind of neat. Yeah, the Ninja Warrior wall is that the show? American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, yeah, that was very that's, like that's where they took that from. Very obstacle course show, Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Like, uh, it's not a, it's not silly enough to be Wipeout. If it was Wipeout, there would be like a big like ball that would hit you or something, and you'd yeah. fall into some water. Look. Hey, this isn't just Cena. We can't be talking about Wipeout. Yeah, sorry. That's uh, that's this, behind the paywall. This is, uh, did you watch Survivor last night, where they only have mud under their feet. Uh, specifically, Jeff Probst told them that specifically no one will, there will be no twist in which somebody can take away your win, to which everyone applauded. 
That's good. It's nice of him to lay yeah. that out there for everyone. Yeah, I was very, I was wondering if they were going to address it or not, and I'm very glad they did, and everyone was excited. Thanks again to um, Danny for making that change. Yep, that was enough. They did it enough times. Don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. it turns out it uh, wasn't a good idea. But, you know, neither was a medallion of power. They got rid of that real quick, too. Uh, everybody draws rocks. For the teams, the blue team is Dwight, Grimace, Janine, Jesse, Carla, Ryan. The red team is Sammy, Owen, Ellie, James, Cody, and Cassidy. Noel drew the gray rock and picks to back the blue team. Um, what do you think of these teams? She picked the blue team, Dwight, Grimace, Janine, Jesse, Carla, Ryan. I thought they were like pretty fun. evenly matched teams, but, yeah. you know, it's not a bad choice. Um, yeah, looking at these names, I think I would have chosen that team, too. I, yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I just don't trust that Owen and Ellie and Cassidy are going to be able to, like, do as much athletically as everybody on the blue team. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like you go for the one with the fewest weak links, because that's what could really slow you down. Red team, you are the weakest link. Goodbye, right? Classic. Remember? Uh, Carla cuts herself and starts bleeding, and Jeff says, you know you're on Survivor when you bleed. No, Jeff, we don't need that. We don't need to bleed on Survivor. Yeah, do we, what is this? We do not have time to bleed on Survivor. Uh, Grimace is not great at the ramp. What a surprise. Uh, so Ryan goes upside down to help. Ryan is a genius? Yeah, he's a very, very good physical player on this game. Yeah. Uh, So the blue team does end up winning. Pretty great for um, everybody on that team. Yeah, good good job from Mike Ugray uh, Gabler. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we do need some more names for this man. Uh, Ellie feels responsible for the loss. Um, So that's sad. She should have been like, you guys should vote me off. You guys should vote me off. I don't deserve to be on here. Wink. I was genuinely expecting her to try to do that. (laughs) That cool strategy we all love. Uh, So she and Owen want to take out Cassie or James, but Ellie wants to use Cody's name as a decoy. Why is she doing all this? (laughs) Yeah, it's too much. You don't need to play this hard. Ellie tells James Cody's names, but James does not trust her. Good for James. I like that. This James guy is pretty savvy. Yeah, pretty good player. So then uh, the other team, they do their merge feast. There is bread, there is beer, there is orange juice and grapes and wine and other various foods. Uh, They didn't really focus on a lot of the food, which I was upset about because, you know, I love food. Yeah, I more of that. I want to know everything that's there for the merge yeah. feast. Make me Tell excited me food, about please. it. Make me as excited yeah. as they are. Exactly. Uh, Ryan suggests that they solidify themselves as the final seven, and literally no one takes him up on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's Ryan. such a dumb thing to do here. Like, we're all going to the end together, right? Like, what? No. I love how Janine was like, I'm not going to go to the end with you because you like helped me up a wall. Yeah. Like, come on. This is, we don't need to get locked in. Yeah. That's a demand for commitment. That is uh, just way too much. 
Yeah. Uh, Randolph uh, wants to take out Ellie because she looked through his bag. That's very good. Uh, Carla says that she, when she heard, <laughs> yeah, I like this. When Carla heard him say that she just quietly sipped her beer. <laughs> <laughs> So, yep, that's exactly the right move in that situation. Do not call attention to yourself. Uh, Gabler says that by throwing out Ellie's name, he wanted to throw out Ellie's name. Great. I love this man so much. Yeah. <laughs> he grows on me every episode. There's so a lot funny. of... Art of the Gable was uh, was pushing hard this episode. Back at camp, Ellie fills in wife Janine, and Cody about what she learned at camp. Janine tells Ellie that... Uh, the gruesome mayor, Gabler himself. The gruesome mayor? That was a bad one. Gabler threw her name under the bus. Okay, who cares? Uh, Ellie confronts him, and they have the most pointless argument of all time. This was useless. This so, was a useless conversation. There's a lot of Ellie confronting people in uh, this part of the episode. Yeah. And uh, and she, lying, because she did look in his bag, right? Like, I'm... I, okay, so I think technically Janine looked in his Okay, bag. yeah, but they were like, they planned it together, like right? Like, yeah. it was it was a thing that they planned. Yeah. Uh, she then confronts Sammy and Owen and denies that she ever went through the Grimace bag. Mm. I guess this is maybe the thing that you do where you're like, well, technically I'm not lying, so, like, I'm really going to harp on this part of it. Because, like, I yeah. didn't look in the bag. It was Janine. Yeah, I saw what was in the bag, yeah. but I didn't open the sure, bag myself. Sure, we all planned this together so that I could get the information and benefit from it. Because I think she was the one that was pushing, like, I want to know how long this idol lasts. Of course, because she's 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 got too much energy for the game. <laughs> like, she is, she's not able to, like, parse it out, you know? It's just, like, constantly doing something. Like, she's always trying to play, like, four-dimensional chess, right? People love to talk about four-dimensional chess, which already chess is four dimensions, but we don't have to get into that right now. Sometimes it's you not good to, to be it. playing, like, five moves ahead when yeah. y- you might, like, lose a couple moves <laughs> before that move. <laughs> she just... Oh, my God. she's too, She was doing too much all the time. So, Sammy wants to take Ellie out. Uh, Thomas, it's time for a segment that we love here on Did You Watch Survivor Last Night called Sammy, Don't Call Him Zane. (laughs) Sammy Zane is a wrestler. Uh, And Sammy LaToya is somebody on the season of Survivor. He's an entrepreneur. He's an entrepreneur? That's right. Sami Zayn is in the bloodline now, you know. Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, head of the table, came out to address the tension within the bloodline. And Sami Zayn said, yes, thank you. For whatever reason, Jey Uso doesn't like me. And then Jey Uso was like, hey, yeah, I don't like you. I would bleed for my family because they're my blood. And then Sami said, here's what Sami said. He said, look, man. I'm just trying to keep the peace like the tribal chief wants. And then you know what Jay Uso said? Do you know what Jay Uso said, Thomas? What did he say? He said, I don't give a damn what the tribal chief wants. Uh-oh. Well, <laughs> that upset the tribal chief 
the head of the table, Roman Reigns. Uh, if you will, please acknowledge him. Okay, I, I have acknowledged him. Okay. Uh, so, this, at this point... Uh, you know what, Jake? Crowd's... I don't give a damn what the tribal chief says. How about that? <laughs> How do you like well, that? <laughs> you are already dead. You have nothing to worry That's about. That's true. I'm a ghost. He can't do anything to me. Uh, when Jey Uso said he doesn't give a damn what the tribal chief wants, the whole crowd started chanting, You fucked up! <laughs> Which is the greatest wrestling chant of all time. So then Roman told him, Jay, if you don't shape up, we may take the honorary out of honorary Oos and rename him Sammy Uso. <laughs> and then the whole crowd started chanting Sammy Uso. It's just so good. It's good it's stuff. so much fun. Okay, so back on Survivor, the real show, Survivor Series is also coming up. But um, the rest Do you think one, that they should give Sammy Zayn a pet cremation gimmick? I wish they would. It'd be great, right? With The Undertaker retired, they really need to do something <laughs> like that. Just putting a dog into like a cremation oven and just going, rest in peace. <laughs> Doing the, the stupid Undertaker pose that he does. And like you're rolling your eyes into the back of your head. He's like, I'm not killing the dogs. The oven gets like struck by lightning. Like, um, so. Gabler then confronts Janine in front of Ryan, uh, and <laughs> Janine's like, uh, can we go talk about this somewhere else? I loved how hard Ryan is trying to cling on to any conversation or any relationship. He's like, I promise I won't. I, won't <laughs> say like, I can still be here, right? It's fine. I won't tell anyone. I can still be here. Like, no, get out of here. Oh, my God. I, I saw somebody say online he is, after this episode, kind of feels like a... a Final tribal goat. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think he can make a decent case for himself, but yeah, that's just like. Because I, I think I, he's probably going to do well in physical challenges, and he's got like a good story that he can tell as far as like overcoming um, his disability. Yeah. Outwit, outcast, outlast, outplay, out. Story tell fuck i forgot what i was trying to say i got lost track of my thoughts you know how it goes um janine tries to ensure bacchus stays strong uh but james is feeling suspicious vibe around camp and talks to jesse about taking out ellie and then there's just a massive scramble as there always is at this point in the game uh and then grimace says they're not bacchus strong they're baka shit show <laughs> Damn, good one, dude. That was pretty good. Why didn't they name the episode that? That would be, yeah, I think that would be an even better title than what we got. Uh, from uh, from Mike Gergablia. At the wildlife shots, it's uh, it's time for wildlife shots. We had some small crabs, we had snake, we had banded sea crate, we had black tip reef shark, we had spider, and we had some western honey beast. Thomas. All of the stars are here. All of the stars. Yeah, we've focused on all of these animals already. All your favorites. Uh, all your favorites are here on Fiji tonight on Survivor.com. They're originally from Europe, but were introduced in Fiji in the 19th century. They're communists in that they do everything for their colony, 
One colony can consist of as many as tens of thousands of bees. How many continents do you think these guys can be found on? Every continent except Antarctica. That's right. Uh, They originally came from Asia or Africa and then naturally migrated through Europe as well. Uh, And humans have helped it onto every other continent except Antarctica. Don't know what they're waiting for. Uh, As they adapt, as they spread, they adapted to their geography. Uh, If they're in abundant conditions with a lot of budding flowers, colonies will break off with what are known as daughter queens of the colony. Not, not I cool. don't like the sound of that. <laughs> Wait, Thomas, there's more. Uh, virgin queens are able to lay eggs, but they will only make males until they find a mate. Uh, the new queen will mate with anywhere from 1 to 17 drones, which is what they call the worker bees. Uh, it's weird, you know... It's weird that they're communists, right? But then they still refer to their uh, citizens as drones. And also they have a queen. I think the the monarchy thing is not usually a a part of communism. Monarch B. Yes. (laughs) One egg is deposited by the queen in each one in each cell of the honeycomb. Uh, true or false? A bee dies whenever it stings. Uh, bees, I believe so. It just because like wasps and uh, or I think hor- or uh, yeah, wasps. I think it is that they can sting like however many times. It's actually false. They do not always die after stinging. But do they often die after singing? Yes. But not every time. Standard lifespan of a queen, how many think, how many think, how many think, how many years or months or days do you think a queen bee will live? Or decades? Man, how many think? That's a good question. Um, how many think? That's the question we're all asking. Uh, what is vomit for kids? Um, I... I'm going to say, like, eight months. Oh, no, sir. It's three to five years. Damn, okay. Drones, however, will live a few weeks to a few months, depending on what part of the year they're born. A colony is fully replaced after about four months. Here's some fun fact. Uh, You who love Rhea Ripley so much, you'll probably get a kick out of this. Drones who do mate with the queen die immediately afterwards. Okay, that I knew. And yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Good way to go. I don't don't know how Dominic Mysterio keeps getting in the ring, but, you know, maybe it's different for humans. But, you know, queen bees, I don't know. It's a weird metaphor. Uh, They communicate via dance. That's pretty, pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Similar to humans, you know? Yeah. Maybe our society could be like theirs if we could also communicate via dance. I think things would be a lot better. Well, um, we do communicate. Well, we communicate through song and dance, you know? Like right now, it's the Monster Mash is on the radio, and we know that's because it's Halloween time. Spooky season, as you might call it. 
It would be really funny. I always like to imagine someone being afraid of the monster mash. Like this is too scary. Well, I gotta get out of here. It's about it's all about monsters and their mashing. Um, how do you think the Western honeybee ranks on the IUCN red list? I'm gonna say. Um, What's the level above least concern? There is no level above least concern. Least concern is the highest level. No, I mean like the the next like most endangered thing from that. Oh, I see. Uh, It would be considered conservation dependent. I'm going to say conservation dependent. Uh, Well, this was a trick question. The answer is actually data deficient. Oh, okay. For whatever reason, they just haven't really studied this bee too much. There's a lot of um, beekeeping, right? Uh, But because it's like a hobby or whatever, but then there's also wild bees. It's kind of hard to gauge from what I understand how many wild bees there actually are or something like that. So, you know, they're still around. It doesn't seem like anybody's worried about them. That's good. For the most part, I mean, obviously save the bees and everything. I guess that was a big thing that Cheerios was all about a few years ago. But I think we're good now. Thanks to Cheerios and the happening, we know, to protect bees. Yeah, and the Nasonex bee. The Nasonex bee. Is that Antonio Banderas? That is Antonio Banderas. <laughs> of Game Changers fame? Yeah, of Game Changers. <laughs> that's, that's one of those bits that I don't understand why it's stuck around. <laughs> I just thought there's certain like there's certain inflections like that that are the best. Like, do you remember in Grand Rapids the the Beltline Bar commercials? Yes, yes, of course. It's a great taste of Mexico right in your neighborhood. But there's that guy that would just be like, "And don't forget to bring the kids to come down for our creamy desserts." My dad loved to talk about how he actually knew the guy who did those. I actually talked to you. I just realized I talked to your dad about this when I was. (laughs) At your house. <laughs> and he was like... He doesn't sound like that this, normally. That's what your dad this says. This past weekend? Like when you were here a couple weekends ago? Yes. You talked about this? I literally... I talked to him about that at your housewarming party. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. And he, he always goes, yeah, he doesn't... He actually thickens his Mexican accent for those ads. Yeah, you think? Yeah, and I said... <laughs> what what a surprise. I, I'm saying now what I said to him, which is, he does a great job. It was always a great part of it. The jingle, very catchy. That guy, great. Yeah, it's a good it's a good ad. I uh, I miss those West Michigan ads, you know. They don't really so, run those anymore. I think the Beltline Bar is still open, but they don't do those commercials uh, no no more. It's kind of like when they got rid of the men's warehouse. You're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee it, guy. That's like cool. Well, was, you have nothing distinctive about your advertising anymore. Wasn't he canceled? I don't think so. I think they just were like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. That's like when they um, fired the most interesting man in the world. And then they hired a different guy who was less interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and he, it's not even because the man died. I think he went to space or something. Yeah, they were just like, we're not, again, similarly, I think they were just like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. That guy probably asked for too much money. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, Zimmer's style of corporate management, for example, the company's June 2004 nomination of spiritual guru Deepak Chopra to its board is peculiar in the view of some, while others perceive his style as cutting edge. Oh. Uh, this man, who is he? Who did I just look up? Oh, the men's warehouse man. Oh, sure. I was wondering uh, who you were talking about. 
Um, his name. Uh, I think maybe it was the right idea to uh, get this guy off of your ads um, ten or so years ago. Because uh, his name is George Zimmer, which is very close to a bad guy's name. Oh, sure. Maybe that's what it was. George Zimmer Man's Warehouse. That's not a good. That's not a good. What? You wouldn't want to go buy a suit there? No. A suit for your day in court. Uh, No, thank you. Zimmer's experience caring for his mother who died of cancer led him to support research and therapeutic use of MDMA and his support to legalize cannabis. Uh, For instance, uh, donating upwards of $170,000 to support California's Prop 19 in 2010. So this guy actually rules. This This guy's guy's pretty cool, cool, it sounds like. His wife's name is Lori, which is my mayor's name, too, which is cool. But he lives in California, which makes him even cooler because California is cool. You're going to like the weed you smoke. I guarantee it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about this travel council. Uh, Grimace talks about how everything exploded back at camp once uh, they all got back there. Cody calls it chaos. Chaos Cody. How about that? Janine talks about how complicated the game is now because you have to think about what everyone else thinks their best option is. I am starting to really like Janine. Yeah, Janine's a good player. I'm interested to see how far she can go. I liked how she said that. Um, Oh, my God. I just put my elbow up to what I thought was a wall, and it started moving. And I was like, it was what the, the door? fuck is happening? It was the door. <laughs> I heard the door creak. <laughs> release the door cut. Thomas texted me last week, release the door cut when I told him I took out some of the door creaking noises last yeah, year. Yeah, there was one part of the episode where there was just a really nice, like, creak noise while you were talking. And I was like, I want more of that. Yeah, it's actually Foley because it is spooky season, so we're going to be doing more of that. Um, well, I guess next month it'll be thankful season. So gobble, gobble. The thankful season. (laughs) Next week we're going to, next month we're only going to call Gabler gobble, gobbler. (laughs) Uh, I'm, you know, is anyone going to pardon that turkey? Who knows? Uh, what do you, uh, Janine said, um, Everybody's best option, right? Which is something you have to think about in chess also. But you only have one opponent in that game. You have 13 in this one. Uh, She points out it's 13 to the 12th factorial, all the moves. Do you know how many options that is? This is a a peek behind the uh, paywall. I know it's a lot, but I I don't know off the top of my head what it would be. (laughs) Did you know? You're actually right. It's a lot. How many? Uh, Over 600 million. Damn. Damn. If you want more math uh, from your two favorite guys, uh, you can subscribe to Just Rhythmetic on justpodcast.justpodcast.com. Just a a little taste there. I think I'm allowed to do math on the regular show, just you aren't. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good good, um, workaround. Uh, One of our core values at my job is find a way, Thomas. If um, you were my employee, I would give you uh, nectar points for um, finding a way. No, thanks. Our core values, mm. yeah. So you're saying you're kind of like a beehive there with all these nectar points. Yeah, that's about what. Uh, that's about my job title. I'm actually getting new business cards that say nectar provider on them. Queen Bee, that's what it says in the name spot, nectar provider underneath it. 
Did you know about something called royal honey? That's another thing I read about while reading about bees. I have heard of royal honey before. Sounds like a Beyonce song, to be honest, speaking of queen bees. It does a little bit. Uh, Grimace talks about playing advantages at the right time. Do you know what Grimace actually is? Have you heard about this? It recently came to light what Grimace actually is. What actually is Grimace? The man's a taste bud. Interesting. Why would his name be Grimace, though? Wouldn't that imply that you didn't like what you tasted? Well, that's why he's purple. I thought he was like a chicken nugget that was purple. Why would a chicken nugget be purple? I don't know. I just thought they were like, this is like a shape of a thing that we have. And he's a guy also. So last night we went out to this very fancy restaurant with some very fancy friends. um, And they asked us to go through our like weekly meals. Right. I was like, oh, what did you have for lunch or for dinner last night? Right. It's Friday night. We were, you know, watching Lost, hanging out. And we said, oh, we had some spicy chicken nuggets. And they were like, we need to send you some recipes. But I don't see what the problem is with spicy chicken nuggets, you know? There's nothing wrong with that. Come on. There's nothing wrong with spicy chicken nuggets. That's such a condescending thing to be like, we need to send you some recipes. Like, oh, cool, you're giving me homework. (laughs) Yeah, I'd rather not. If it takes more than 20 minutes, I don't want to do it. If it has more than three ingredients, I don't want to do it. Yeah, I've got to be in the mood. It's got to be like a fun thing to do for me to really want to cook. Otherwise, I like to do something a little more simple. The thing is, I I like cooking. Pasta's good. You make it from scratch? Uh, I'm going to get a pasta maker pretty quick here, but, um, oh, nice. I, I try to, you know, all of the sauces and stuff I, I make myself. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I open the jar. Myself. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Homemade. Use about a third of it and then forget about it for six months until I find some mold. Oh, yep. I've lived that life. I, I still live that life, brother. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I... I don't do red sauce enough that I, I, uh, I could probably justify making it if I ever want it. But like one of the reasons I don't do it is because I always end up having like half of a jar I'm not using that I yeah. forget about. Yeah, the thing with pasta is like once you have it, you run faster. You know, I think uh, that is true. <laughs> I'm always doing that. And then you're so far away from the red sauce you just made, and you yeah, don't have any I, more pasta, and you're so far away. I can't make it back in time. <laughs> uh, Sammy guilts everyone for not playing advantages for their friends. Hmm. I don't really remember that, but it's in my notes, so it must be true. Uh, Janira, Janira, Janine says paranoia versus gut. I thought this was astute observation from Janine. Yeah, I think that's the the main discussion was about whether uh, Jeff at one point was like, well, if you like one of the best strategic moves you can have is to not play an advantage and then get to the next tribal council. Cause then it's like you've gifted yourself an advantage for then or whatever, you know, like, but it's a gamble. And you know what? I did not think this was a particularly interesting conversation to be having at this stage of survivor. It was like, yeah, we know we've seen how advantages work. Yeah. It's just, there's so Many. I don't remember where. It was probably on a rival podcast that's uh, another podcast on another network. Uh, but we're an independent show, and we're the only Survivor podcast, actually. But they were saying, 
like the fact that there's so many advantages makes people worried to play an advantage because they're like, I don't know what's going to happen if I play this because somebody else might get scared and then play theirs and that'll screw things up for like negate my advantage play and then we're at a loss. Too yeah, many I think advantages, having it go back into circulation definitely plays into that too because like, well, if I play it, then there's going to be another idol out there that somebody can get. Yeah, I hope they get... All, they play all of the idols that are currently being held before they release another idol into the game. The fact that yeah. none of them have been played yet, you know? Yeah, I would like there to be... I would like to see them try out something where they just, like... They don't reintroduce idols. It's like, if you find them early, you get them, and they, they don't go back into circulation. I feel like they've done that before. Didn't they do that recently? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, the beware advantages or whatever. Yeah, I guess I that's, like that's true. that's how those worked. Oh, whatever. Uh, Ellie gets voted out five to two to one to one. Uh, Cassidy and Owen each got a vote. James got two votes, but Ellie got the rest. And everybody cheered. At no point did I think Ellie wasn't going home this episode, but I still enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, it was nice, but it definitely seemed like an obvious choice. Yeah, I'm not mad about it. Uh, so last week you had 22 points. I had 20 points. Oh, 2022, just like the year it is. A coincidence? Um, I don't think so. I think not. Uh, Ripley's Believe It or Don't, I do. Uh, at the merge, you picked James. I picked Carla. I should say you kept James. I kept Carla. Uh, we each got a point for those two surviving. You got a point for Giebler surviving. I mean, winning the reward. Uh, there was wine at the merge feast, so I got a point for that. Mm-hmm. I, what did, Ellie, did I say mimosas? Because I, like... You said half a mimosa. You said champagne. So I picked the wrong half. If I'd said orange juice, mm-hmm. I would have been... I, I, that's a really stupid error on my part. <laughs> It's all right. Uh, you got a point for Ellie getting voted out. It's a good call on that. Um, it is now 500 years from now, 2522. That's right. What you going to be doing 500 years from now? Because you know we're not dying, not as millennials. No, never dying. Uh, probably be um, probably be in my flying car. I'll be in a I'll oh, be in a dang yeah. jetpack. Hell yeah, dude! We're gonna be like the Jetsons. Except yeah, I think be... I heard George Jetson was born recently. Speaking of people named George. Oh, well, congratulations to George Jetson's parents on his birth. Um, yeah, I don't know. Probably be like getting it on with a robot lady. Hell yeah. Nice. Like uh, the maid from. Yeah, I will be getting it on with the maid from the Jetsons. Yeah. It's going to be um, me and Rosie against the world. Rosie, that was her name, yeah. Spouse, children, relatives. Montague Jetson is his grandfather. His birthday is 2022. So his grandfather be like our parents' age? I'm just going to yeah. look. Because I have an idea for something, but I just want to see if somebody's already done it. Okay, I would love to hear it. Just Do you Googling explain? George Jetson fan cam. <laughs> What is a fan cam? I mean, I know what it is, but why is it a thing? 
you are. I don't know. They're inexplicable to me. Like, I think they're funny when it's like a weird one to do. But why did they people start doing them? I don't know. Um, I kind of think they're fun, though. Yeah, they're not. I don't dislike them. It's just weird that someone's like, I'm going to make a 30 second clip. Of someone, like, smiling, and it'll have, like, a song that's not related to them in any way over it. I I like it. Um, so, George Jetson's father, grandfather, excuse me, is Montague Jetson, and he is 110 years old. His son married George's mother, right? Okay, so George's mother is the mother to George Jetson. She's unnamed and unseen in the Jetsons. Jane Jetson has heard many stories about how well George's, George's mother could dial a meal. What? Dial a meal is a gadget <sighs> found in the Jetsons household. It produces food in a pill form as well as coffee still in a liquid form. And it's a little it's a little phone on their wall, like the one you dial with your finger, you like spin it around. That's a cute idea. I wonder how old Jane is. Jane is. Hmm. An adult Caucasian female with red hair. Okay. Um, her first boyfriend was a blinky sunspot. Thomas, were you looking something up? I looked up George Jetson fan cam and they didn't have it. So I figured, well, I was like, you got a project for this afternoon. Yeah. I got to put that together. What song did I put over it? Uh, the Jetsons, but do the Simpsons. (laughs) 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 Thomas, uh, who's winning a reward next week? Um, the listeners for our George Jetson. Podcast. Yeah, we're. I think all of us are going to be winning a reward by getting to watch the show Survivor. What a treat! Winning. Uh, uh I'm gonna say, I'll say Cassidy is going to win reward. Oh, okay, I can see that. Um, I'll say. Oh, jeez. Um. Oh, the reward. We're picking reward, right? Um, I'll say Cody. Okay. I don't like. like apparently, I picked Cody last week, but whatever. Uh, what will the reward be? That is, man. First one post feast. What is it gonna be? Wait, Thomas. Before you say anything, I want to change my reward winner pick to Sammy, and you'll see why. Okay. So, what's the reward gonna be? I'm going to say peanut butter and jelly. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say Sandy's for Sammy sandwiches. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Who's going to win immunity? I will say, I'm going to say Gabler. Uh, wow. Even though he's the clumsiest man who's ever played Survivor. Yeah. They're going to find something for him. Um, I'm going to say Janine. Her chin's looking better, you know? I noticed that this week. Um, that's good. Good for her. I feel like that's a good sign for her success come future challenges. Um, who's getting voted out? I'm going to say Ryan. Okay. I'll say Goobler. Gobbler. Excuse me. Gobbler. Gobble, gobble. Really? Right? Doesn't he still have his idol that he can use? No, it's expired now. Oh, it expired uh, after the merge. 
It expired after his second tribal council. Oh, was he technically at the last tribal council? He voted, did he not? I guess that's true. I'm, yeah, I assume that. I just counts. wonder because he wasn't eligible to be voted off, right? Um, hmm. Yeah. I feel like he would still get it. I don't know. We'll find out next week, I'm sure, but. Uh, Survivor. Uh, speaking of shows. Oh, fuck. I didn't take any notes. Uh, this is the challenge show. We saw a few songs. The Romantics, What I Like About You, Big Energy by Lotto, I Ran So Far Away by Flock of Seagulls, Gives You Hell by All American Rejects, and Let Her Go by Passenger. Uh, There's a really good LP remix of the song Gives You Hell. Oh, I'll have to listen to that. Yeah, it's 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 pretty neat. I I don't hate that song as much as I thought I did. No, it's fine. I think it's very much in line with the rest of all American Reject stuff where like after the fact I'm like, "You know what? They were like a decent band. Not bad. As far as that kind of thing goes, pretty decent." Yeah, um Fallout Boy 2. I like Fallout Boy. They're from um Chicago supposedly. I think they're from the suburbs technically, but whatever. Um, Beauty and the Nerd. Somebody is on um, the challenge this season from a show called Beauty and the Nerd, which is an international version of Beauty and the Geek, apparently. Oh, Beauty and remember, the Geek, remember I remember that. that show. Yes, great show. Um, let's see, what happened? What happened? Um, the challenge episode was called Build Me Up. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Here's what happened. This was the big thing this week. Fessy. It's going by his real name now, Fessel, okay? So keep that in mind. When he's being an asshole, you still have to call him by his real name because he said, uh, this being my fourth season, I'm going to take this opportunity to, um, you know, give uh, more people my real name or something like let people know what my real name is. Why did it take you four seasons to do that is my question, Fessy. Fessel, excuse me. Um, so they uh, won a game. I don't know. I don't remember what the game was. Uh, but they sent in some people, Johnny and Raven, Annalise and Tommy, Colleen and Kim, and Horacio and Olivia. They played a game called Double Decker. Oh, which was really cool. It was like... Um, what's the big one that um, is very controversial? Hall brawl. It was double hall brawl, one on top of the other. Ooh, but, I kind of like that. So to like keep them from destroying each other's necks and shoulders, they've put a bar between the people now uh, that will slide back and forth. And once somebody hits like the back of their end, like is pushed all the way back, doors open on the second floor and then they go at it. It's very cool. Uh, it was a really good, like, they're always trying to change up Hall Brawl to make it less um, dangerous. <laughs> but Because like, people part, keep getting hurt doing it. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, it's such a good challenge. Uh, like, if they can figure out a way to do it safely. That's great. Uh, and I, I think they did. I, it was, they did it more safely this time and in a, in a cooler way. Um so, um, somebody lost. Annalise and Tommy lost. Oh, wait. No. Sorry. Horatio and Olivia went in, and they eliminated Johnny and Raven. Oh, okay. Was it Johnny Bananas? 
No, it was a uh, different Johnny. Oh, what a bummer. You would have just said bananas, right? Yeah, Johnny Bananas was with Nani, remember? Nani Bananas. Banani is what they call themselves. Thomas, thank you for sitting through uh, the challenge chunk. I know it's your least favorite segment, so I'm going to make it up to you with your favorite segment called... Oh, let's go. Probes, pros. Let's see. Oh, Thomas, you know what we could all use this time of year? Holidays coming up, it's about to be stressful, about to be cold. What about a relaxing tropical vacation? Ooh, that sounds nice. Like uh, Survivor Marquesas, remember. Uh, Can I get an adjective? Warm. I love that. Good choice. And a verb? Drive. Hmm, Like uh, Ryan Gosling. Uh, Noun? Golf club. Oh, I love that. Golf club. Uh, okay. Uh, plural noun. Pans. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, and an adverb. Uh, that's a verb ending now. L-Y or something. Yeah. Um... Quickly. Okay. That'll do. And a verb, please. Shoot. Shoot. Animal. Plural. Raccoons. Okay. Very good. And how about a noun? Trash. And an adjective. Two adjectives, actually, to finish it out. Okay. Um, I'll say... None of these words are, like, especially funny yet. I'm just yeah. going to point that out. Okay. Um, I'll say disgusting for the first yeah. one. Yep, good. And gross for the second one. Oh, that's going to get them. Jeff Rose would be like, what happened to me? I've been got. Uh, Thomas, are you stressed out? Working too hard? Warm when you get up in the morning? You know it. (laughs) Perhaps you've pissed your pants. Uh, Sounds like you need a relaxing trip to our survival... Sounds like you need a relaxing trip to a survivor island to rejuvenate and drive you. Your golf club will be from 3 to 39 days, depending on how well you get along with your hands. Okay. Uh, The food is quickly prepared by you and your friends, and you have the chance to shoot your own house. Oh, damn. Okay. (laughs) Neat. Uh, Just the way you like it. Local wildlife like monkeys and raccoons live in your backyard. <laughs> Exotic wildlife like raccoons. Remember when we upset that opossum behind your house? Yeah. Because <laughs> we were in his, or it wasn't your house, it was your it cousin's was, yeah, house, Yeah, it was right? my cousin's place, and he was like, get away from the deck that I presumably live under. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, raccoons and opossums are s- sort of related. You know, they're outdoor nighttime mammals here in America. 
uh, possum only marsupial in America. Isn't that interesting? I feel like that possum was like when you're living with roommates and they you don't they have someone over and you don't want to like socialize. You're like I don't want to have to talk to anyone, so you just kind of like peek around the corner like. <laughs> this is like my this is my space too actually, but um, I can't be can't be rude. Yeah. yeah. That's that's how it was um, at my last apartment before we got this house. It was like I was not friends with my roommates, didn't talk to them, didn't care for them very much, thought they were weird, um, and almost never stayed at my apartment. Um, and it was I was I always had to make a plan to, like, get my one gross, greasy roommate, like, make sure we didn't engage in conversation, like. Make it very clear what I'm doing and how I need to leave immediately. Like, oh, I have to catch this bus right now. Like, I'm sorry, I have to be anywhere else. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I moved out and um, haven't heard from them ever since. Um, Well, that's that's good. Anyway, how about this Mad Lib? Local so you wildlife. needed to get away, but I also need to get away right now. Yes. Local wildlife like monkeys and raccoons live right in your backyard or even inside your trash. That's just <laughs> okay, that worked. That worked out pretty well. <laughs> Swimming in the disgusting ocean and playing fun games for prizes are only some of the exciting activities we offer here. Don't bother packing much. You can't take it with you on this gross island. <laughs> It sounds terrible. I thought it was supposed to be a relaxing vacation. Sign up here for your survivor relaxing vacation. Relaxing tropical vacation, excuse me. Wow, what a humorous inversion of what that story was supposed to be. These mad libs. There's something we've, else. We've really mad libbed. Um, okay, so we'll do more of that next week. Everybody loves it. Thomas, what's your Twitter? Uh, you follow me at Tom. What's the Twitter of the um, show? You can follow us at uh, DYWSLN. Uh, and what's our Instagram? It's uh, a good question. Isn't it like the only Survivor podcast or whatever? It's the only Survivor podcast, yeah. Uh, we also have a few shows on Patreon. Thomas, do you know our Patreon? Of course I know our Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com slash podcasts. Yeah, um, just arithmetic. You know, we gave you a sneak preview of earlier. Uh, was there any other ones you wanted to give a shout out to? We got like a uh, dozen. Well, shout and a half out Just Cena. We also referenced Just Cena at one point. Yeah. Just Cena was really good. Um, would love to do that one. We just need sixteen thousand dollars to do it. To buy like the microphones and stuff. You guys get it. To buy all yeah, the DVDs just from keep the lights on. Com. Just to keep the lights on. We're a nonprofit organization. <laughs> We're DYWSLN.org. That's the uh, website we need to get. It's giving you all that shit for MLive.com. Can't even back it up. We're journalists here. Uh, do you want to thank the fans, Thomas? I would love to thank the, uh, the listeners. Excuse oh. you. I would right. love to thank the listeners. Thank you, listeners. Um, and if they were to write a review on podcast.com or Apple Music or Apple Podcasts even, too, what would they write? Uh, this What's is my favorite podcast. Well, okay, yeah, thanks. Thanks yeah. for jumping all over my fucking review. Uh, You're quite welcome. Okay, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Spotify is corrupt, but if I could leave a review for them, I would say I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrapped.
You can give us five stars there, too. I'm sure it matters. But if you go to the page, it says five stars already. So, um, you know, that's all that matters. Yeah, maybe there's not like 16,000 next to the five stars, like implying 16,000 people have rated us five stars. But we're still a five-star podcast nonetheless. So thank you all for listening and recording with us um, your humors uh, and your laughs. And Yes, thank you for recording your humors. <laughs> we're your doctors now. Um, nobody's reviewed us since uh, your cousin called us stinky, and I'm still mad about it. So Yeah, that's. I would like for someone to leave us a, a, a more recent review where uh, it does not say that we stink. How can we stink when we are constantly have a boilerplate review? A boilerplate smells good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boilerplate smells good. I think we should put it in the description of the show that I use the regular Dove body wash, <laughs> the should, blue one. We should point out we we uh, do use soap and uh, water on our bodies uh, daily. Uh, I'm using Dr. B's almond hemp right now, which kind of smells like cherries weirdly. So we're gonna have to change that up soon. Um, but it's still good, you know. Dr. B's can't go wrong with them. No, He's definitely got all those not. Words. He's got all the words on his bottle. I've got like a nice, like, uh, like all natural soap that I use on my on my face too, and that oh, also smells good. pretty good. So that's really good. Yeah. So the haters, the think. haters are furious that I have a nice all natural soap. And Thomas, I'm looking at my um, clock right now, and it's noon, exactly noon, precisely two hours since I called you this morning, and you told me, oh, not ready yet, I have to take a shower. Yeah, Thomas pushed, Thomas, okay, here's how committed to this Thomas is. He pushed back our recording time because he wanted to go take a shower. So he's actually not stinky. I can vouch for himself. Yeah. Sure, sure, I'm in a different city. I wasn't in the same space as him, but I assume that would be a weird thing to lie about. I can't host, like, I can't even record this podcast smelling bad. Yeah, so, joke's on you, we actually smell good. Have a great summer. Deuces. Last night, some other friends of ours uh, took us out to a fixed menu, classy, fine downing restaurant. And we got seven courses, and the sixth course was two different types of ice cream, and the seventh course was a very nutty shot, house-made liqueur, um, and it made me vomit. Oh my god. <laughs> and we were sitting at something called the chef's table. Oh, did you vomit on the chef's table? Was it like an instant thing, or did you go to the bathroom? No, I was able to hold it in my mouth, and then quietly put it in the glass that was luckily empty and then kind of like <laughs> put a napkin in it but then you know there were seconds um i wasn't able to uh be as smooth about it so i, I had to run out quickly very embarrassed covering my face and my chest because it was covered in vomit took the sweater off that oh, i was wearing and it was like poor wearing baby. another shirt underneath it was a pretty bad night delicious food no that sounds horrible time, i'm sorry well, especially it sounds like it was a really nice meal so <laughs> <Yeah>. that's <laughs> It was really good. What a horrible way to end that. Everything was so good in that it was like, hey, do you want way too much ice cream and booze all at the same time? Well, I do love all those things. Don't mind if I do. And, oh, man, it was, I was so, like, it was a great experience, but I was, it made me so anxious because it was like, they would just bring out the next course. So it was like a drink 
a specially made cocktail and a pear dish that one of the chefs in the kitchen makes. Um, and we don't know what we're getting, and we don't know the timeline, so I'm like feeling like I'm so rushed. Like I have to finish each drink in like the next 10 minutes to get to like pair, get the next pairing. Because I don't, it's a small table, you know? And if I've got vomit all over it, there's not enough room for the rest of the food. <laughs> yeah, that is, I can see how that would be a problem. I felt like I was on the challenge. Eat all this food yeah, in two yeah. hours but without vomiting. You vomited, and then TJ uh, came out and laughed at you. Yeah, and that was that part was satisfying. I did enjoy that, but you know, I was like, the TJ, this is not how I wanted to meet you. And also, if you uh, if you don't eat all the courses, he gets mad at you and yeah. calls you a quitter. And he's like, this is good food. <laughs> Most people have to eat like oyster testicles uh and you have to eat duck confit like you're you're okay just eat the food it's good food yeah you get banned from the restaurant you're no longer welcome there yeah pj cannot abide quitters Smarten up, probes. <laughs>